This podcast is produced by Sunnydale Studios. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. Do you think you can't get COVID from jizz? Because I want to know. Can we get a scientist? It's just wee-wees. It's sterile. It's the thermomix of vibrators. Maybe having a wank. It's a cream for that. You can fucking say whatever you want, you dumb cunt. That is so unladylike. Happy Tuesday to all our dirty, unladylike listeners. I am Vanessa Haldane, your host, and each week I have a guest to discuss issues affecting women with no fluff, no filter, and no fucks given. I have been loving all your oversharing DMs uh, over on Journey to Worthy Official on Instagram and your sneaky trying to send me dick pics. And uh, if you're wondering why people are trying to send me dick pics, it's not because I've asked for them. I suggest you go back and have a listen to episode seven to see what the fuck I'm talking about. This last week has been so exciting for my little podcast, So Unladylike. We have had international media coverage and been in the top 100 of podcasts on the Apple charts. Sunnydale Studios produced this podcast. I love them to bits and I am so proud of both of us for that achievement. So cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers to saying, yes, I'm proud of myself. Well done, everybody. Today's episode will absolutely not disappoint with our epic guest. She calls herself a hot fat bitch, is reclaiming slurs aimed to hurt her and leading the way with her fat positivity movement. She's the first ever plus size swimwear model to appear on a billboard and she's speaking as a panelist on the Sydney leg of my worthiness tour and she's a huge fan of having a wank. Please welcome to the chat, April Helene Horton, a.k.a. the Bodzilla, dying in a corner Ooh. over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just having a wank. <laughs> I was just finishing. I'm um, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> 11.30 in the morning on a weekday. Sounds about right. Um, how are you, my love? Cheers. I'm so Virtual well. Oh, you got your tea. I've got my mimosa. Mmm. Oh, if I knew mimosas were supposed to be, I would have made that instead. But here we are. When you come in I'll in person, when you come in in person, I will absolutely make you a mimosa. Can't wait. Now, April, my darling April, we start every episode. <laughs> she's already laughing. With our guest slash co-host. You're more than a guest. You're a co-host. Uh, with your most unladylike moment. Now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a good one, I can tell. <laughs> I honestly, when I, I, I was thinking about this, I was just like, literally all of them, like all of the things. But one of the things that sticks out in my mind is, so as as you said, hot fat bitch, um, haven't always been saying I was hot, have definitely been a fat bitch uh, since, well, at least high school. That's when I remember first being called a fat bitch. And when we used to go out clubbing, it gets really hot on the dance floor, right? Especially when there's lots of people, it's sweaty, it's intense. And so my signature move would be to tip a cup of water over my own head um, and get hot. around the dance floor soaking wet, um, which I'm sure was not very ladylike. Ruined my hair, looked like a drowned rat, sweating my tits off, so to speak. And yeah, I feel like that's probably one of the things that I think of when I go, all of the people in the room who were subscribing to what is ladylike, because we also know that that's a whole thing we're going to talk about, um, would have been like, oh my God, she's acting like a bloke. 
Yeah. That's, I'm sure, what they thought, which is so unladylike. And I was like, yeah, but I'm fucking not dying of heat exhaustion on the dance floor. Now I can keep dancing to Usher. And, uh, yes, if you run into my sloppy, wet T-shirt, that one's on you. I'm sorry. Lucky you, personally, I think. Yeah. Am I the only mm. one, and let me know, am I not the only one who thinks that that's hot? Like, imagining <laughs> you on the dance floor. Just I don't know if it was like this. That's how I imagine it in my mind, just like slow and it, sexy. It would be my, my friends would see me go to the bar and then they'd see me coming back with a plastic cup of water and they'd, they'd all stand back because they were like, oh, she's pulling a fame moment. She's, she's pulling the lever. Sploosh. So I was moist. I was a moist fat bitch. Look, at least, you know, it covers up any wee. You can just be like, look, it's just just, just the water. Yeah. Just yep. wet my pants. No one will know. Love it. All right. Well, we're going to go straight from that to talking about <laughs> all the movements. <laughs> Not the dance movements, the hashtag movements, okay? We've got the worthiness movement. We've got the fat positivity movement, the body image movement, and then we have the often debate sparking hashtag body positive movement. Mm. Mm. Now, Ooh. the disagreement and debate with the body positive movement is undoubtedly started by white, cis, able-bodied, straight-sized, straight women. And I think, I want to just start this off by saying that, saying that I think insight and reflection are really, really important. And I think that education and understanding are key factors here. And I need to put my hands up and say I was one of those women. Uh, not straight, but, <laughs> but all the other wider. things, all the other things, all the other things I said, tick tick, except the straight part. Um, but I, I, I was one of those women, and you know, I wanted to be included in the movement. And shut the fuck up, who did I think I was? Who did I think I was? <laughs> I was very, very lucky that I had <laughs> women from the body positive movement and in it, minority groups DM me and and help me to understand. And I spent hours upon hours upon hours reading and researching and, and wanting to know why this movement began and who it was for. And then I, I didn't retract what I'd said. I just simply went on to then share more information on why people like myself should not be using this hashtag, why it's not okay. Because I received a lot of, yeah, that's right, it is for everyone from predominantly white women as well. And I wanted to share my... I guess, learnings with them. So hopefully they would realise and no longer use it either. Um, and again, I think education and understanding are key. And I am just so grateful that, um, you know, I was able to be educated. Um, and there's, look, there's a, there's a well-known influencer. She's got over a million followers and she's just recently shared a reel in response to a comment. Now the comment stated... Here is your reminder that body positivity is for disabled, POC, trans and fat folks and is not a self-love movement, right? I was like, great. What, what's her response? I really hope she owns this and is like, oh, okay, cool. Her response, I shouldn't laugh because it's not funny, but her response was a video showing her dancing in a bikini on a balcony, um, rubbing her tummy, squeezing her tummy, and lip syncing to the words, I'm sorry I didn't order a glass of your opinion. This influencer is white, she's mid-sized, straight, cis and able-bodied and the com comments are mostly in support of her 
reel, of course, and pinned to the top of the ones that are in support. Uh, and the comments in support are mostly straight-sized white women. I, want, I would love to hear your thoughts because I think you are such an ally and advocate and so articulate and intelligent and I would love to hear what you have to say on this matter, my darling. I think, I mean, <laughs> the first word that comes to my mind when I hear that is I'm like, oh, yikes, because, yeah. like, could you miss the point any harder, honestly? Mm-hmm. Um I think you're right. Like, let's start with what you said before about education, insight. So important. Understanding that every single person in the world is affected by the messages that society and the media give us about bodies. No one is immune to what is um, a lack of self-love, what is body image concerns. No one's immune to it. But it's about the fact that this person would get called in because that was, it doesn't sound to me like the person that left that comment, that reminder comment, was trying to be aggressive. Um, and also like, so what if they were? Because people don't owe you nice. But um, I think that by responding in that way, that's like, it's snark, it's sarcasm, it's it's whatever. It shows that you're not listening. And if you're not listening, like it's not worth, it's, it's not worth wasting time really trying to educate people who don't want to listen anyway. But yes, I think that the... The emotional labor that's involved in trying to educate people who are actively not listening, like don't waste your time. I think that there's value in contributing to conversations where people are listening, where people are paying you for your work when you're consulting and giving them opinions about diversity that they've never heard before. Is the body positivity movement, has it had its time? I think it probably has. It's been co-opted, as you've said, um, by people who it wasn't originally intended to benefit, uh, like most things, let's be honest. in the same way that International Women's Day usually involves women making cupcakes, cleaning up and listening to a man speak about how great women are, um, I think that body positivity being spoken about by uh, people who are all the labels that you just gave um, means that they're missing the point because their role in that is to stand aside, to elevate, to amplify um, the messages of those marginalised folks. Um, And I understand completely. I've had really fantastic conversations with people um sarah nicole landry the bird's papaya is someone who who is really fantastic at this she was called in by uh, a fat influencer named rafella who during 2020 spoke out about this i'm i'm body positive movement that was um i have one role i have one stretch mark and i accept myself as i am and that's body positivity look honey no it's not and so what she did was she started to learn, um, not just from Rafella, but she started to follow lots more people and diversify what she was consuming and, and the kind of education she was paying for uh, because that was what she saw her role to be. As someone who has an incredibly large following and who's sharing messages of self-love, she, she realised she needed to understand what where was it her turn to speak and where was it her turn to listen and where was it her... Where was it best for her to use her privilege to elevate people to speak about what their experience was when body positivity really was designed um, to benefit queer black folk, especially um, non-men in the 60s. So um, I know that it's a, it's contentious and I think that we find in the influencer space or in the online space, people will surround themselves with a community of people that are in agreement with them. And so for someone like me, I get surprised sometimes when I hear people being anti-fat in the street because I'm like, wait, what? And then I remember Mm. that all the people I hang out with are, 
you know, left-leaning, fat liberationists, they're, you know, they're all the things. So when people are, you know, getting upset about wearing rainbow-coloured footy jerseys or when they're angry because fat people wear shorts in public, I'm like, wait, who are you? What's going on here? And I realise that I live online in a space that's very comfortable, cosy and safe for me. And so it sounds to me like that person's doing the same. Um, They're making sure that they've got a circle of people around them who will be like, no, what you're doing is fine. In the same way that... You've nailed it, I think, because I I was there when it was originally shared because someone sent it to me and said, I would love your thoughts. Um, I (laughs) I didn't have the energy that day to get into... It upset me and I didn't... I, I Yeah, like you said, you know, it's... I wasn't being paid for my opinion or my time or like, you know, I, I sent them yeah. links to things and I left it at that. Um, but that, when it was sent to me, I was like, this was an opportunity. This was really your time to listen, but also surrounding yourself with with people who agree with you. In this case, I was watching it occur. I saw comments come up where people were like, no, you're you're wrong here. This is, this is what it's meant for. This is how it began. Um, and I can't find those comments anymore. So those comments are deleted and the ones in response are pinned to the, uh, in, yeah. in support are pinned to the top. Yeah. And I think some of the comments were even saying things like, it's evolved, movements evolve, but it's, it, it's not called evolving when white women just come in and, and take over. And no. it's just a, a slap in the face, whitewashing, and it didn't evolve. It got stolen, which white people yeah. are really good at doing, stealing it, things. Colonising, baby. Yeah. It's called colonising. Yeah. Um, yeah, t- 100%. I'm with you on the idea that, um, you know, that, that when someone – I work really hard on trying to be like – I know, and for the people who are listening to this podcast, they can't see me, but I'm doing that gesture of like putting my hands to my forehead, like in frustration. And I try to be like, I know that you're, I know that you're really, really like you're drinking the Kool-Aid on this. You're really of the belief that you fit into this conversation because you have such strong feelings, whether it's low self-esteem, your morale is low, your body image is bad, whatever. You can't see how this isn't for you because being able to witness other people accept, accepting themselves reassures you, validates you, makes you feel better. That's good. I think that we should, there should be more fat joy on the internet being consumed by people who are pleased to see it. Um, but the idea that you would then insert yourself and then put yourself at the top of this conversation by, um, you know, especially when you have a large platform, you know that that doesn't have no consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, is, I mean, the epitome of whiteness. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and, and knowing that because, you know, we've just, you've talked about the fact that you've done your research and you've looked into what it really means about body positivity and that kind of thing. Then you also know that anti-fat sentiment is based in racism. And so it's unsurprising that white women would co-opt this because that is what white supremacy does. It takes what's good, makes it into a more palatable, white, clean, whatever version, and then repackages it and calls it a revolution. That's why the clean girl movement on TikTok, uh, yeah, okay, that's called black girl aesthetic, lip gloss, slicked hair that's not white women inventing a trend that's yet again someone Mm. copying a look and then calling it their own renaming it something else and the fact that the you know 
I, you, you constantly see it. And I think that we know that for every group of people, there are going to be people who have, you know, divergent opinions. Groups of marginalised folk are not a monolith. Disabled people are not a monolith. Fat people are not a monolith. Black people, uh, you know, who have spoken out over and over again about the ways that white supremacy harms them and the insidious manner in which it comes into every situation. People will be like, that's not racist, it's this. Everything is racist. Everything's racist, yeah. Everything is racist. Like, and, and I know, you know, I'm, I'm biracial or mixed race or however you want to frame it, my mum's white. My dad uh, was a person of colour. Uh, and so for me, I understand the proximity that I have to whiteness means that I have incredible privilege too, but also that... As someone who's mixed race, I've also seen what it looks like when people are racist because, you know, I'm, I'm so I've been on both sides of that. And knowing that people like this person who like and I, for clarity, I don't know who this person is that you're referring to. I haven't seen this video. Like I have, I have no clue. So um, it's unsurprising to me. This is fairly commonplace. It's something that I get. I get sent these things a lot. Oh, my God. And I go, yeah, I don't have any mental space for talking yeah, about that's like, what it, yeah, it's There's just, nothing yeah. different about this. This is the same thing that's always going on. So yeah. um, And it's the what's yeah. your opinion on this? It's like I'm pretty sure my opinion is often stated. I'm not one to be quiet on my opinion. I'm pretty sure you know what it is. <laughs> Do you want to validate your own feelings? Right. Yeah. Um, I, and, I, and at the same time, I'm kind of like, yes, well, what's your opinion is my yeah. question to those people who are like, what do you think about this? Well, what do you think about it? Because you know that I have what I think about it. That's why you're asking me. You're like, oh, you're going to hate this, aren't you? Yes, of course I hate it. Yeah. Of course I hate it when I see people with privilege completely forgetting the people that they leave behind every time they step over the top of them to get the top of something, to jump on a trend because that's what body positivity has become. A trend uh, because if it wasn't then we wouldn't have seen all of these you know really oh my god she's so brave women oh. who are just like just slim gals existing with, yeah you know just, uh, even the whole bravery thing when people are just existing in their bodies like to the bin you know I mean firefighters are brave paramedics are brave you know wearing <sighs> shorts and existing in one's body it, it, it shouldn't be seen as brave that's yeah it's well it, when you say that someone doing something like that, wearing shorts or, or being comfortable in their own skin is brave, what you're actually saying is, I understand how dangerous it is for you to do that mm. because society has made it dangerous for you. Yeah. So don't talk about me being brave. Talk about all of your comrades in arms who yeah. are oppressing people and be like, can you not do, can we, can we stop making it dangerous for people to fucking live? Is that yeah. a thing? So, anyway, yeah, well, I assume we're allowed to swear on this podcast. Absolutely. We, uh, there's nothing Sheesh. off limits here, Dal. You can fucking say whatever you want, you dumb cunt. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's going to be a sound fight at the beginning. I know it is. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, I, lo- I just, I love your knowledge and your passion and you're, you're so articulate in the way you deliver everything. And um, I know it's exhausting and I really, really appreciate you touching on that topic. Um, it was interesting to hear you say that you think it's gone, like it's done. Uh, my, my, I just is, think it's fucking cooked. I think my problem is I think, sorry, I just like dive in there, just no, yell over the it. top of you, just like in real life. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's cooked. I think it's, it's had its time because I, I, when I see people talking about body positivity, I go, that's where you are in your journey. 
And you will soon realize that you are, you're operating on uh, iOS 10 and baby, we're in like 15.2 now. Like, God, I've got to it's my not phone. that it, yeah. <laughs> no, it keeps, oh, my bloody apps. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's, maybe it's not the best. Um, I'm not always great at these uh, analogies, but I just mean, People do have a way to go, right? You you were where you were and you were like, yes, I embrace myself. And then people were like, but also remember this. And you were like, oh, really? And you've done your little journey. I said this to someone the other day. You've got to get, you get your little seed and then it's watered. It's watered by knowledge. It's watered by understanding, insight, education, compassion, empathy, all the things. And then you grow. And so that when I see people being like, I'm, I'm into body positivity, body positivity, hashtag, blah, blah, blah. I go, okay, so that's where you are. You're still a little potted plant. You haven't firmed up your roots and you're not growing at the same rate or but, in the same place. But there's literally so many other ways to word it and so many other hashtags to use. That hashtag, it needs to be able to be searchable for the group that it's meant for and, and mm. not be so whitewashed. And there's body love, there's body acceptance, there's body confidence it's just that my thing was just stop using the hashtag body positive april let's move along let's talk about i don't know maybe having a wank how do you feel oh, about I that i mean look, <laughs> didn't we just talk about people being wankers just then <laughs> oh no sorry <laughs> different thing okay more fun um, more fun this is pleasurable the, for the, us <laughs> the frothy the frothy good times um I, yeah, let's talk. Okay. What, Dale, so if you're frothing down you, there, you might need to, I don't know, maybe visit the GP. There's a cream for that. Um, <laughs> I, good Lord. Um, I know that you want to talk about this because I said this on Instagram the other day and you just thought it was so funny. And I, I'm struck by how funny you think it is. Like, I'm like, is it funny because I said it or is it just funny because it's a funny thing to say? Like, I, don't, I, what, I think it's because why I did associate it with, because guys say it, having a wank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is why I'm like, oh, you know, it's just, I guess it's just, I've never called it having a wank. It's, or, yeah. it's, I've only ever heard it being called that by guys, having a wank. So I associate having a wank as pulling your dick. Yeah. And I, that's probably what it means. But to me, what wanking is masturbating. So, okay. so I haven't, like, yeah, having a wank, having a, so. Flicking the I, bean, I wouldn't use the clicking f- the mouse. Flicking the, I don't like, double clicking no. the mouse is a, is a good one. Except it's not Just realistic because no, you're using a – because if you're using a toy, there's no real – that's not what's happening. Um, I think having a bat is probably, a, you know, a very penis-centric way of, of talking about <laughs> masturbating, having a bat. But, um, yeah, like I think people with vulvas are going to think Rubbing one out. Well. I think you're right. <laughs> Rubbing one out. Well, no, that I'm sure that – That works. Did that, you know I, mean, I, I revealed – <laughs> I, well, it does. It's more this hand and it's more those two. But, yes, it does. Um, <laughs> I revealed on an episode, episode six, I think it was, um, that I have received friction burn on my clitoris um, from rubbing one out, so to speak, with quite vigorous intent. So, yes, Goodness. it does apply. Yeah, it was like a carpet that burn was on a- my clitoris. Oh my lord! It was, was worth a frisky it. Frisky Friday that day. Good lord! It was Go worth girl. it. But I also think it could be due to my age as well, being of perimenopause age. That you wore this, it out. I would no, not that, not that. But our um, our skin, our vaginal skin thins. So 
We've got to oh. be a little bit more careful. You need to be putting a bit of retinol, a bit of under eye cream on the old. No? It's a vitamin A. <laughs> vitamin A. <laughs> I love oh this conversation. God. Um, um <laughs> Look, I yes, loved, I, I really did love that you called it a wank and that you sent me, oh no, you posted and tagged me actually in your stories that it's the advice you give your friends. Like, yeah, she, oh, she April, this is happening in my life. Nah, go have a wank. Do it you know when I was, when literally. I was, I love always just dropping this in here, when I was locked up in detention as a teenager, um, one of the, um, one of the girls that I was in detention with would always just disappear and I'd be like, where do you go? And she's like, to masturbate I'm bored <laughs> I was like yeah I can understand that if you're bored I remember having a sick day at school from school once and I'm like I'm bored what can I do yeah I have a wank <laughs> right have a have a wank um that that little screenshot that I shared of the conversation with my friend was that we were talking about something super stressful that was happening in her life and she was whatever she was talking about and I'm you know she was sort of saying something along the lines of I'll try to relax because I was just sort of saying like, you know, you're on holidays, whatever, have a, you know, have a chill. And then I just wrote back, have a wank, <laughs> just have a wank. Um, and she, she laughed. She's like, there are other people here. I was like, so oh. there's bathrooms. Well, now your friend, your friend uh, who just disappeared for a while. Now, now we can give that advice. Go to the bathroom, go to a cupboard, go hide in the She wardrobe. wasn't my friend. It was a forced well, friendship. We were in lockup together. We were prison yeah, babies. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Fre- friends in the same way that you, you know when you spend enough time with someone, you're like as you're so acquainted we, with this person. As soon as I was out, we never spoke again. Yes, <laughs> um, goodbye. But look, there's there's benefits though, right? Like you're saying about stress relief, but also um, I am bleeding freely from my uterus today, and nice. you it, it relieves menstrual cramps. So if you could excuse Does me, it? producers, I am having a cramp right now. I will be right back. I just got to go and have multiple orgasms. <laughs> just uh, BRB, wank break. Um, I BRB, like WB. I... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, um, I did. I feel like I did know that, but I'd forgotten and that felt like new information. But then I'm like, actually, you might be right. But it also, like, I think that's the thing about, like, uh, destigmatizing masturbation and conversation about sex positivity online is I just said like it's been a long time since I talked about having a wank on the gram because I really haven't been engaging with that making that kind of content because I just like wasn't excited by it so to speak mm. and um we did you know we did have a long series of um you know people that you knew and were following suddenly popping up being like here's a sex toy you're like whoa okay yep yeah, okay cool um and I I was into it I love it like I, I remember being a very prudish kind of mm. teenager 20 something and my friends who had sex toys I was like oh my god like oh my god and now I'm like I have a whole box of them I've got a, got a whole situation See, going on there. look many people will be surprised by this but I don't have many sex toys we are surprised by that. And I can speak for the collective and say, I'm shocked. I currently have one and it's a small little bullet that I got sent in a PR pack and I don't like it. Well, and they were just like, go fuck yourself. And you were like, I did. Okay. I shall. Um, I, <laughs> I will again. Um, I think my thing is more that I just, I don't know. I had never really, we're really getting in there now. Um, yeah, but that's this the whole is the right podcast. podcast. 
That's why my shirt says oversharer. Correct. Um, I never masturbated as a teenager. I didn't know how. And I was like afraid of it. No, man. No idea. I know. You're talking about rubbing one out on a sick day. I was like, I was watching Ready Steady Cook. Oh, Ready Steady Cook. <laughs> I was watching SBS. <laughs> Monday night, 10 p.m. The butcher, the baker, his wife and some lesbian, oh I'm pretty God. sure was the name of that movie. No, um, I think I was um, – now, look, I mean, I don't want to get too deep, but I don't know if it's because heightened sexual arousal is is more common in people who have experienced – uh, sexual abuse it is a it's a common thing to occur um so mm. is early puberty and things like that I won't go into it too much but um I wonder if that's I think I was only 11 or 12 when I started masturbating yeah there is you that, go is that I was much? 26 oh <gasps> I'd already had two children by then <laughs> it's no need to brag dog. no no um, but that's I, See, this is what's important to talk about because right. you had been, um, you, you know, you describe it as being prudish, but it's probably not something that you'd been encouraged to explore or told that is normal or felt encouraged to try for yourself. So, you know, yeah. one, I'm, I'm assuming at 26 that you were surrounded by different people and in different relationships that you... I'm just like mentally fact-checking and I want to actually revise that and say I was actually 29 um, because Body I was in a relationship... Zilla. Dear, dear, dear heavens. Um, oh, my bod. I, um, that's funny. Great heavens. Um, oh I, oh, my bod. I was in a relationship with someone who was uh, a fuckwit and there's no real other way to describe this person. And they actually bought me my first toy. And I think that even then they were doing it in a way that was like, you know, when people get all weird about sex shops and sex toys and they're like, eh, like eh, 12 year old vibes, there was vibes. <laughs> um, uh-huh. I think there was still something about that buying me that to like force me into a space of like, well, you own a sex toy now, like you need to whatever. He was very not good, um, which was mm-hmm. my ex. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, I didn't have my first orgasm until I was in a relationship with him. That so was my after next I question. Twenty six. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I pretended no heaps of times. Pretended heaps of times. Um, I was dry. Sorry, not pillows. sorry to all the unsatisfactory motherfuckers that are in my sexual past. You yeah. all suck. Look, um, let's be honest. Yeah. I was like, if we didn't run over, I was going to play a little game with um with you called uh, <laughs> things straight men need to stop doing in bed. <laughs> But being the list is too there long. <laughs> with me. Goodbye. Um, just all of that. Like, and my husband will listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense why we're sleeping in separate rooms. Oh, Bitch. my God, we sleep in separate um, rooms too. Well, I like sleeping. When yes. I, like, you... We still fuck, but, like, we sleep in separate yeah. rooms. Um, well, I say, does I, he want to come I... and have a sleepover? But I don't mean <laughs> sleepover. I just mean a wink, wink sleepover. But, see, my, my, um, my sexual relationship with my husband is good in the sense that um, it's very mutually beneficial. I'm a multiple orgasmer, always have been. I didn't know until recently that not every woman has multiple orgasms. So I always have. Um, but he is very much, I've got to be pleased first before there's any penetration or anything like that. So I'm like yep. mad for it um, because he's not a selfish lover. But I mean, most men are shit in bed, let's be honest. Yeah. And I mean, I've been with a few. Yeah. Um, pfft. 
<laughs> I did give uh, the dating apps a workout after I broke up with aforementioned oh ex. Um, See, I, I signed up single. for Tinder Premium on his credit card. It was great. Um, oh. I, <laughs> I had a whole year of swiping, but then I met someone after six months. Not on Tinder, so make it make sense. Um, I Yeah, I think that uh, any person's appetite for sexual interaction with their partner or a sexual partner is driven by the fact that when once they know what they want, they'll go looking for that. So you're yeah. not going to have sex with someone you know is just coming to like thrust on your leg for a bit. Oh, like, or rub my left flap. Like why always the left? Like you can go right hard on the clit. Like it's I've, yeah. I've friction burned it Give it before. a carpet She's good. Burn. That's right. That's what we're <laughs> looking good. for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, but we've yes. been together, we've been together 22 years and we joke that if we ever broke up, I'm like, I don't know if I'd be able to have sex again because he knows exactly what to do. I mean, it takes five minutes, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's easy, it's quick, it's great. Um, I don't, would never want to go back to beginning that shit all over again. And I'm, I'm good by myself anyway. I'm also five minutes on my own. Yeah, well, that's, I think the five minutes of my own thing is what makes masturbating so appealing to me because mm. I'm a transactional masturbator. I'm, I masturbate for Please, a purpose. What's the purpose? So apart come. from the organ. And oh, I was going to say, I, what, so, if, what other purpose is there? Do people masturbate and but not But I hum? mean like, I'm maybe, uh, whatever, I ain't going to yuck your yum. But I, um, <laughs> my thing is like I, I go to bed and I'm like, I can't sleep. My brain's going. I'm like, I know what will fix that. And see you later. Good night. Asleep. See ya. Bye. And yeah. so that's my thing is like, I don't, I can't relate to I'm bored. I'm going to masturbate. I can't relate to that. Cause I'm just like, I, if I was bored, I might just watch TV or have might, a nap. I might read a book, but see, this is why mm. you're so articulate and intelligent and I'm just <laughs> mad on sex. Cause clearly <laughs> I'm just like, I'm bored. I could read and educate myself on things, but no, I'm going to go fuck myself. Yeah, well, maybe I should try a little bit more of that. We could, we could swap. Meet in the middle. We could have we'll like a the middle. reverse book club. Reverse. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I love it. I once, gonna be... worked, I once worked with a girl who said to me, oh, it's my lunch break. I'm, um, I'm going to go come. Do you want to watch? Like, flat. I was like, mm, no, thank you. I'm good. I'm just going to eat. Did, did, at, did at any point you think, will I? Should yes, I? I did. Absolutely. Okay. Because I was yeah, struggling I with my bisexuality at that stage. I didn't, it's, you know, at 40, nearly 42 years of age, it's only, I think I came out on this podcast. So, you know, like loudly. Um, yeah, it, it was something that I wasn't quite understanding of what it was. It's only been in recent times. But she clearly knew. She, she clearly knew. knew. Oh, my God. So many other women knew. Like, I was, I was just like, I'm, I'm just a magnet for women. They're just attracted to me. No, they knew what I didn't know yet. <laughs> they were like, what up, dog? Um, I also like, and I will say that I, when you were just talking before about the fact that you're like, I'm not straight. I was like, yeah, I know that. But I didn't know how I knew that because you've never said that to me. And I don't mm. remember hearing that from you specifically. I just am like, well, yeah. Checks because out. you like, know, I'm everyone knew before I knew. Eh, even, even fine. in primary school. That's when it. That's when my first kind of consensual sexual experience occurred, and it was with a girl. It was with a friend, mm. and she knew too. <laughs> and you were like, "Hmm, how interesting! That's random. so much fun. Random. I was like, this is fun. I'm going to have sleepovers at your house more often, darling." Oh, and all I was doing was drinking stolen alcohol in plastic cups that we hid on the top of the wardrobe, and, and the velvet watching, cream and curdled. Watching Disgusting. Big Cook, Little Cook. <laughs> 
Um, no, we were watching, I think we were watching The Craft by then, really leaning into our witchy phase, 1999. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> look, we, I, I love chatting with you, but look, I know you've got things to do. And before I let you go and have a wank, bods, because I know that's what you're going to do. Yep. We are going to go to our listeners' questions and confessions and opinions and finding the juiciest one, ask you a question for the segment, which I don't think it's going to be, considering everything we've talked about, it's not that, look, you got to listen, it's super juicy. <laughs> the, oh my God, you can't ask that question. All right, so the first, it's a question and I actually love this question because it's a chance, it's someone asking, it's someone open to learning. So my kids yell at me when I sing N-word along with the lyrics. Is this offensive or not? I love Missy Elliott. And my instant response was, fuck yes, it's offensive. What's your response? <laughs> Are you a black person? Question asker. Because if you're not, the answer Quest- is fucking stop it. Yeah. Stop Question it. Question asker no is it. white. Uh-huh. Um, and I love that her children know. That it's not mm. okay and that her children yeah. have somehow learnt this but mum hasn't and I love that they're having that conversation with you, mum. Yeah. Mum, writer in a yeah. um, And I love that you're asking the questions so that you can now be informed that um, it's not okay as a white person to use the N-word, uh, in, in the N-word. And I know that there are often white people who say, but Missy Elliott says it, Missy yeah. Elliot's Have you seen Missy not, Elliott? Yeah. What? What? Who is she? What does she look like? Like, you know, come on. Like, the, it is. It is reclaiming a slur. Mm. I. And, I think that. Um, but also, like most, like the the uh, subcultures. Like, if you think about the way that, I'm sure most people who are in our sort of similar age bracket remember the movie The Wog Boy. Mm. And so that ethnic subculture of that certain, like the people in that community could speak in this way, but people outside that community should not use those words because they're not for you. It's appropriating, it's appropriating something that is culturally relevant to people in that community. And I think that I don't, I don't say the N word because I'm not black. I have a Mm. black father or I have uh, African heritage um, I'm not black. It's not for that word's not for me. So, and if I heard my child using that word, which I don't think I ever would, it's never been said in front of him. Um, I, I wouldn't, uh, however, I would also like, I think say that we should give more credibility to what kids tell us because mm. they learn a lot of stuff. Like I think, the, and this person's kids might be older. They might not be like 10 years old. They might be eight, no, you they, know, teenagers they, or, or adults. I'm pretty sure they're, yeah, they're not, they're not adults. Yeah, so but I I do think that kids they they absorb so much and education that's available to them around what's what's right and wrong. Like don't we spend our whole lives teaching kids what's right and wrong? Like isn't mm. that part of the whole point? So if a child is telling you you shouldn't do that, you you should be like it's it's interesting to me that this person would want to to validate what's been told to them by their child with with other people because I, I do think- feel like yeah. I think I'm going to throw it back to um, our listener, our question asker. And when your kids say that, ask them why. Why is it not okay for mummy to say this? Let them tell you why. Let's see what they know. Maybe they just know that it's not mm. an okay word. Maybe they don't know why. And maybe you can explore that together. Like Google's yeah. awesome. 
We don't need the encyclopedia deck like back in my day. We had the bookshelf mm. full. Like you can Google it together and learn together. And I think it's similar to, you know, um, women calling each other sluts and hoes and whatever. Like we, we call each other that, but if because we have been called that by men, uh, well, mm. I have in particular um, throughout my life. So for a man to call me that, no, 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 no. This is just for me and, you know, it, it's not okay for you. We are, we are reclaiming the use of the word um, as women. You don't get yeah. to use it um, because you've yeah. used it as an insult my entire life. So yeah. I think it's a similar, if, if that helps, it's a similar, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's a really good example because I think people will shy away from referring to me as fat because they feel weird about saying that because they know historically that fat is used as a slur. And I use it, as you said, I reclaim that for myself and I speak facts because I want to destigmatize the word fat because there's nothing wrong with it. Um, and, and I appreciate, I think it's important that you ask how people want to use certain language, but mm. I think it's very clear. There is no ambiguity around the N word. It is not for white people. It is not for non-black people. Mm-hmm. And if you're not sure whether you should use it, don't. I lo- because that's the best advice I think you could give is exactly what you just said. If you're not sure whether you should use the word, just don't. Just don't say it. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. Yeah. Um, now you're, oh my Thanks. God, you can't ask that question. Isn't really that shocking now that we've discussed everything, but... Um, What's your favourite sex toy to use and why? And look, I am intrigued because like we've discussed, I don't really, I'm, I'm happy with my hands. So I, Bianca told me on episode six that there's one that she's got and it's got like a little anal probe and a clit stimulator and a, 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 a vaginal penetrator. And I'm like, oh my God, there's all these bits and pieces. Are they what they're all oh for? I don't really it's the know. thermo mix of vibrators. Yeah. It does a lot. <laughs> I've got the bellini. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, I'm more of a, I'm more of a, I have a couple of different ones that I like. So I, and I sometimes like to use them at the same time. Um, Teach me. Yeah. Well, we know our, our beautiful friend, Abby Chatfield, queen of, queen of all things raunchy and wild. Um, She released uh, a vibrator with Vush which is an amazing one. And she was great. Like one thing that was really great. She was like, you can use it all these different ways. And she was asking all her friends, how were they using it? And this person's like, I'm using it for anal stuff. Or I'm putting it here. I'm rubbing it well, there. I'm doing it this. D- really? Cause it's got a suction, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It's like the satisfier pro. No, that one doesn't it? have a suction. It's oh. like, a, it looks it sort of looks like a, a tulip that hasn't opened. Oh, lovely. Mm. Anyway, and then, yes, the old the old uh, clitoral stimulator, you know, the one with the little suction. The suction. I don't thing. know, but I do know, yes. It is, as they say, a vibe. Um, and so those are two probably my two favourites. Um, so you can I... use the tulip unopened at the same time for penetration or play or whatever mm. um, as G-spot well. G-spot stimulation okay. and clitoral stimulation. Put a towel down. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, now, were you talking about squirting? Was that you talking about squirting? Yes, yes, we talk about squirting a lot. Can you squirt? Mm. Okay. Do um, you, do you, look, not all the time. There was a lot of debate because uh, in the episode with B, um, we were talking about the fact that a, um, a, a queer woman had told me that 100% it's urine. Um, and she's like, stop saying it's not, there's no shame in it, you know, but I can guarantee you I'm down there when it happens. It is urine. I can smell it. I can taste it. Um, it's, I've, let me, t- let me get up what I found. 
Live Googling, folks. This is... Oh, no, I'm not Googling. A... I'm not Googling. I, what are you... I, I've oh, pre-Googled, yeah. so oh. feel free, guys, She's to edit out. Checks notes. Checks notes. Yeah, checks notes. Um, because people were sending um, stuff to Bianca like it's absolutely not urine. I'm like, doll, it absolutely is. Um, it's it's a mixture of fluid anyway. Uh, mm. Okay, here we go. Squirting refers to fluid expelled from the vagina during orgasm. Not all people with vaginas squirt during orgasm and those who do may only squirt some of the time. This type of orgasm includes a rapid ejection of urine from the bladder. And it also involves secretions from the skein's gland. Gland. Skein's gland. Um, it's sometimes called the female prostate because they function similarly to the male prostate. So, yeah, not all vaginas squirt, but, yeah, it does include a rapid ejection of urine from the bladder. Yeah. Well, I mean. Good. So what does it matter? What does it Just matter? Just wee wee. It's and sterile. I, well, there's that. And it's also kind of like people are talking about, oh, I want blah, blah, to, you know, tweeting about celebrities spitting in their mouths, but they want to be upset that. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, fuck off. I'd rather I'd rather be with a a part a sexual partner being intimate that I'm comfortable with and them squirt and maybe like, mm. is that urine? Then have some person I've never met before spit in my fucking mouth. Spear. I would rather Gross. swallow cum than have someone spit in my mouth. And to me, I think they're the same and neither for me, thanks. <laughs> neither. Look, I just worry neither. about germs. I have health anxiety, okay? I don't want gastro. Yeah. I don't want COVID. I don't want any. I don't want anything. So, Do you think um, you can't get COVID from jizz? Because I want to know. Can we get a scientist my to husband, let us know? My husband and I fucked the day before he tested. He got sick, He came down sick. And I was like, oh, you were all up in my bits. Like, I'm going to get COVID. And I didn't. So I don't know if it doesn't carry through. I mean, I didn't swallow it. It was inside my vagine. But, you know. Interesting. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, what what I, is that? I, I the sound be... of Dwayne packing his bags. <laughs> He's like, uh, can you stop it? He's always no, like, no, why do you just, you have no filter. I'm like, no, that's right. That is exactly what the podcast is about. No filter, and no fluffs and no fucks given. And you married me, so deal with it. If we, if that name wasn't already taken, that's what you would have called the podcast. That's right. Dwayne packing his bags. No. <laughs> 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 Look, darling, I'm, I'm so grateful you exist in the world. We are so lucky to have you on our social media feeds. Um, and I'm lucky enough that I get to squeeze you in real life too. Very I lucky. can't wait. I'm I can't so wait. excited for our worthiness tour. Oh, I know. I know. Frothing. You've been an amazing guest. And if you want more of the Bodzilla, and why Why wouldn't you? Like, come on. Why wouldn't you? There's so there's much plenty. There's there, plenty. There's plenty. We needed a, a movie-length episode to get everything yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll leave your Instagram handle in the show notes. And if you are coming to our Sydney event, you get to meet her in person and cuddle her with consent. So ticket link will be in the show notes as well. Always with consent. I asked last time I saw her, I said, can I touch your bum? She's like, yes, but I asked. Please. Please. here we are. And then I never let go. (laughs) (laughs) I can feel it right now. I've got a psychic link. Maybe that's Your hand, my butt. Maybe you're like, I know why Ness is queer now. She's constantly touching women's private parts. She literally fondled my butt. Delightful Why wouldn't time. you though? It's beautiful. <laughs> there's pl- like I said, there's plenty. 
Well, thank you so much, you beautiful hot bitch. Um, I can't wait to see you again soon and get you back on in season two because there's so many more things to discuss. So many more things to discuss. And I know so many questions are going to come through um, after listening to this episode. So thank you so much. We'll get you in person. Mimosas, let's do this. Thank you, my darling. Talk soon. Okay, bye. Grab a wank. If you love this episode, please be sure to subscribe, follow, and rate us five stars. Join us on Instagram at So Unladylike Pod and Journey to Worthy Official and keep sending in your questions, confessions, and opinions. You guys are so unladylike and we are here for it. See you next week, bitches.